This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Teenagers can experience greater challenges and stress in today's digital world than ever before. Parents play a greater role for teens than they may even realize. We'll hear from a recognized teen advisor. There were thousands of surveys I sent out to teenagers. They did tons of interviews. I was really surprised to learn that by far, parents have the most influence on you, far more than friends do. Then, research shows that most mental health patients benefit from regular exercise, improving their mood and reducing anxiety. The population who are waiting for appointments with their mental health care providers valued physical activity and thought it would be beneficial for them. Those two interviews and more are coming your way on this week's show. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. The teenage years have always been a challenging time, but even more so in today's digital world of social media and technology. Best-selling author Sean Covey has written a guidebook that addresses these challenges. It's titled, The Six Most Important Decisions You'll Ever Make. Sean, let's jump right into this. You talk about the six major challenges that teens face. Let's take them one at a time. What's number one on your list? Well, number one is school. And this is based on thousands of surveys I sent to teenagers from all over. And I was kind of surprised to hear this was the number one. But school is to kids as work is to adults. It kind of takes a lot, big chunk of your life. A lot of your time, everything kind of filters through the lens of school, and so that was considered the top challenge that teens face by their own admission. So what are some things that you suggest for dealing with school successfully? The challenges of school are the stress, the competition, you're fighting for good grades, you're fighting for good standardized tests to get into the right school, it's all the social stuff that happens at school. I just have a lot of really good stories from other teenagers about the importance of, first of all, staying in school, doing your best and not loafing and really trying to learn and not just getting by. And the whole idea of trying to find your voice in school. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing as part of your college preparedness and career preparedness? And I just think it's so important for kids to start exploring what they're good at, what they like to do, to get a sense for the future getting as much education as you can and not in every case but generally speaking you're going to make a lot more the more education you get and laying out some of the different careers and what people can make in different careers and it kind of opens people's eyes to yeah why am i going to school well one reason is i can do a lot better for myself financially down the road i can find what i really like so i try to get teenagers excited about all the possibilities you have during your high school years one of the uh, areas that I think a lot of teens struggle with is self-esteem. They have trouble believing in themselves. What advice do you have for teens who need a boost to their self-esteem? What I've learned is, you know, you can have people all day tell you, you're important, your parents love you, you've got talent. It doesn't mean jack squat <laughs> unless kids build self-esteem by becoming good at something. Having them focus on talents and skills they can do well and I encourage parents to support their teens with the things that they like to do so nothing builds confidence 
more than, you know, like I find I'm good at playing basketball and I go out and do well on the team and score some points in a game and that builds self-confidence. Or I find I'm really good at science or at chemistry or something and I do well on that. So I think the fastest way to build self-esteem is really to find something you enjoy doing that turns you on and to go for it and to get support from your parents and others and that will build self-esteem faster than anything else. Other key things, of course, are things like service, helping other people. It's amazing what happens when you forget yourself and start to get your head into the needs of other people. Integrity. It's really hard to be living a lie or to be two-faced and not have integrity, and it tends to pull away from your self-esteem when you're incongruent with who you are and how you're behaving. So those are key as well. I think also, obviously, choosing good friends is so important. You want to choose friends that build you up and don't tear you down and where you can have positive peer pressure to do the right thing instead of negative peer pressure. Another key decision, one of the six that's related to self-worth, is parents. Again, as part of my research for this book, there were thousands of surveys I sent out to teenagers. I did tons of interviews. I was really surprised to learn that by far, parents have the most influence on you, far more than friends do. And parents don't think that, and they feel like nobody's listening to them. But the relationship you have with your parents is so key as well. I encourage and advise teenagers to try to build that relationship and uh, try to build trust with parents, and that that can do wonders for your self-esteem. We're talking with Sean Covey, author of The Six Most Important Decisions You'll Ever Make. Sean, I know you updated this book for the digital age, and we really are in the midst of a very crazy time with social media and all of that. How has this affected teens today? What are the differences from when I was a teen in terms of social media and all that? Well, it's changed everything. It's unlike anything we've ever seen before. You look at the amount of time that teenagers spend on a screen of some kind, and how much time they spend on social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever media they're using, it's a phenomenon. There are lots of great things about it, and there are lots of repercussions and negative things about it. And in general, I spend a lot of time with young women, talking with them and interviewing them, and it's created a perfect storm, and it's a serious matter. And Depression and anxiety in young people is increasing. Girls, young girls are twice as likely as young men to have depression and anxiety. That's about one out of every seven young women and about one out of every 10 or 12 young men is suffering from significant anxiety or depression. And if you get into it, for young women as an example, a lot of it is social media related. It's, you know, I didn't get liked on the last photo I sent. People are sending images and photos of all the fun things they're doing and what a great time they're having and you're not part of that group or you see a picture of a party and you weren't invited. It's like your life is now on a public stage. Everybody can see how you're doing, if you're liked or not liked, if you're involved or not involved, and it creates this kind of impossibly perfect scenario that everyone wants to be part of. I want to look the part, be the part, have the perfect hair, the perfect body, get the good grades, have a lot of fun, get really good on my ACT, SAT scores, whatever, and when that doesn't happen, you feel like you're not measuring up, and so it's creating a lot of problems and challenges, and it's only getting worse, more prevalent. So I think parents should be on the watch out. I think you need to set standards for your children about how much social media and screen time they should have. And I think that in the next 10 years, it's going to unfold in ways we can't even imagine right now. 
Sean, your book is full of stories, as you mentioned. I'm just wondering if you might share a story about a teenager and how they maybe had a challenge and were able to overcome it. You know, I have a story about a young woman named Lori. She told me about how she just had no self-esteem when she was young. Just felt insufficient all the time, felt frumpy. She was in class one time, and there was a like a beauty pageant going on, kind of a beauty and talent pageant, young women. And that role was being passed around in class, and she just said, I didn't think much of myself. And there was this young lady in the class that encouraged me and said, oh, you've got so many talents, you play the piano, you ought to try out for this. And she thought she was just appalled by the whole idea, like, I'm not that kind of person, I'm not talented, I'm not pretty. She really suffered from low self-esteem. But she had a good friend that said, you ought to do this, and kept pushing Lori. And Lori finally signed up. And then she called the teacher the next day and said, take me off the list. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And the teacher said, no, you are talented. So anyway, she tried out for this beauty talent pageant. She played the piano. She dressed her best. She kind of made over herself. And then she talks about how this was the catalyst to becoming a completely different person and how she built her self-esteem over time. And what it took was just a good friend as a catalyst and a good teacher. And I think... There's so many resources that we have as young people around us. Sometimes we've got to look around and lean on friends and lean on parents and lean on a teacher that believes in you or a coach. That's one of the key messages in this book is, you know what, people want you to succeed, and you were born to succeed, and you've got gifts and talents you don't even know about yet. Give service and receive it. Sometimes we can be too prideful to receive help, but going to people and asking for help or taking advantage of opportunities can really get us out of our shell and help us find our true voice. The book is The Six Most Important Decisions You'll Ever Make by Sean Covey. And Sean, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Next, when mental health patients exercise, their symptoms often improve. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 